When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We lost a few games. Tough. That was District 5. Now we're the Ducks. Yeah. And the Ducks yeah. are undefeated. All right. Yeah. Quack. 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 All right, everybody, welcome to the 13th episode of Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben Secord, and it is Friday, April 30th, 2016. With me, as always, is your co-host, the one, the only, Brandon H. You gotta ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Or do I? Punk. Lint. Eastwood. I'm finally. I'm glad we finally got a Clint Eastwood uh, quote from you, my man. <laughs> oh, okay. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, man. We got a great show ahead today. Um, gonna go over lots of movie news. Uh, obviously, you got that little preview of what's to come with our movie of the month. We'll get on that later. Um, excited, man. Oh yes, me too. Me too, sir. Totally. <laughs> uh, this week, we're obviously going to go over the box office results, uh, some Will Ferrell news, so lots of Marvel, MCU news, Disney news, our movie of the month, a Keanu review, and a lot, lot more. So sit back and relax. Let's talk some movies. Um, as I said, we're going to go over some uh, box office results for this past weekend. Box office results. That's right. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. <laughs> I can see what kind of show this is going to be today. Holy crap. All right. Um, I'm just going to say right off the bat, you got it right on the nose this week. For, uh, we predict every week what, where the box office will fall top five, and Brandon nailed it. Uh, number one, we had Jungle Book with $61.5 million. Number two, The Huntsman, Winter's War, $19.4 million. Uh, Barbershop, the next cut was at number three with $10.5 million. You got Zootopia. Number four was $6.5 million. And The Boss, number five, was $6.2 million. Like I said, right on the nose, my friend. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. I was actually surprised because, if I can remember, the boss was over Zootopia, correct? Yeah. So that's why. And then we talked about it, and I just said, no, we'll just leave it there. Yeah. But that was a lucky guess on that one. Yeah, Zootopia was number five last week and now jumped up to number four. Yeah, you. Not you, by much either. You called that leapfrog. Yeah, three, three million, looks like. Um, yeah, I had Zootopia number five and boss number four. So just a little flip flopped there. But yeah, you, you called it. So kudos to you. I think that's the first time one of us got it right on the nose. Oh, to, really? to top five, oh, pretty shoot. sure. Yeah. Oh. I, I, again, starting yeah. off the show, 
blowing smoke because, you know, I'm sure. <laughs> there oh. you go inhaling again. I'm sure, you know, we'll be bickering a little later on. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Um, You're a clown. Anyways, but yeah, we got a lot to get to tonight. So, what is our first news story, Brandon? Yeah, quick question, though. I mean, I just have to say, Jungle Book, man. Yeah. Look at the difference between one and two. Not even close. I thought Huntsman would have brought in a little bit more cash. I know. But, yeah, uh, Huntsman totally flopped. I've been hearing bad things about that. Yeah, $19.4 million its first week. Couldn't even break $20 million, So you know, And then we were always making fun of Batman versus Superman. Holding in at number six. Yeah. <laughs> Just barely, man. It's uh, yeah, five point five million at number six, and sad it's disappointment. Fifth week, you got Zootopia in its eighth week, still in the top five. It's going up spots, and you got Batman v Superman in its fifth week at number six. Just disgusting. Yeah, it's. Uh, and then two more things I noticed. I don't know why I'm just being in this word mood today. Star Wars sitting at twenty seven. That I didn't even see that. That's Star still. Wars how is that still? I in don't theaters? even know. That's what I said. It looks like they're at what the heck. Theater count change. It says two hundred, yeah, two hundred eight, yeah, two hundred the theater still still out. Man, sitting at number thirty. Yeah, I guess some of these movie theaters are keeping. Maybe it's like the I know in uh, back in when I lived in Michigan, we had like dollar shows. So uh, maybe it's that kind gotcha. of thing. I don't know, but yeah, that's crazy, man. I that's out on video now. So is the Revenant. Like a crazy stuff right there. All right. So now, what is our first news story? Well, it comes to you by one of our favorite actors, comedians, Will Ferrell. Uh, we know that Will Ferrell's pretty much inf- uh, known for funny roles such as Ron Burgundy, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Ricky Bobby, um, and other things from SNL. But it looks like he might be taking on a little bit of a serious role here. Pause. Hold your breath. Yes. He's going to be playing Ronald Reagan in an upcoming movie. Um, it's simply entitled Reagan. Now, this is where it gets kind of confusing if you as we go over the story, but this movie's um looks like the the plot is going to be about Reagan um having his early stages of Alzheimer's and um yeah, and how he was convinced that he was acting. Yeah. Yeah, so, it goes, just, goes into saying yeah how the script is like the his assistant or whatever the the um what do they call it the press secretary you know basically convinces him he's you know playing a part in a movie just read your lines and you're running the country like this and it's I mean it's I think even in the article it brings out that it's a hypothetical situation mm-hmm. it's obviously not totally based on true events it's just going off the idea of you know what if he was kind of out of it the whole time he was president um, which I mean the the script alone is intriguing to me, but yeah, adding Will Ferrell into that, I mean, what what do you think of him as uh, playing Ronald Reagan? Yeah, I mean, going back to the script thing, it was a top pick in last year's annual blacklist of unproduced screenplay, so it, it got recognized that it was a decent um, screenplay. Um, but back to Will Ferrell playing Reagan, um, I guess if you're going to try and go in a little bit of a dark comedy route, that makes sense. Yeah. But you can't forget, I mean, he has been in a serious movie before, Stranger Than Fiction. That was a pretty serious acting role. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, either way, it depends on how they're trying to go with it, how serious uh, the movie is. I'm sure there will be some actual serious moments in the movie, I would assume. So, I mean, I could see him doing it. I could, like, too. I think he's got the acting range to do I, it. I could definitely see him doing it. Uh, like you said, the 
serious roles, Stranger in Fiction, but more recently, which I think is an underrated movie, is Everything Must Go, that movie where his wife kicks him out and he's basically living in his front lawn. Um, that that was a really good movie, seeing his series. I mean, it's a little bit of a comedy, you know, which pretty much a, a, all any movie he's in, he's going to stick a little comedy in there. I mean, yeah. it's just you got to make it your own as an actor. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I would definitely go see this definitely will go see this i love the concept you know whether it's a dark comedy a full-on comedy a drama definitely a very intriguing concept so absolutely we'll absolutely see and yeah there's been there's no release date or anything yet we don't know uh much else about it it's just that he is uh set to play ronald reagan and he was obviously this isn't the first time he's playing a president. He was, you know, George W. Bush on Saturday Night Live all those years. True. So, be interesting to see his take on Ronald Reagan. Interesting concept. Interesting indeed. All right. Our next news story is uh, in reference to the new Stephen King. Well, it's, you know, based on the Stephen King novel, The Dark Tower. Um, we obviously got news earlier on this year that's. Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey would be starring in this movie. Matthew McConaughey would be the evil mystery man in black, whereas Idris Elba is the knight-like figure who wields a six-shooter instead of a sword. So we got Idris Elba, the good guy, Matthew McConaughey, the bad guy. Already intriguing. I know we talked about that a few weeks ago on one of our shows. Uh, But there's been a casting announcement that uh, uh, Catherine Winnick has been cast uh, in this movie. Obviously, yeah. we know her from that uh, show, the uh, not the Viking. I think it's just Vikings. Um, which, Great show! Uh, Great yeah. show. Um, what are your thoughts on her being cast? Um, my, I guess the only thing I really know her from is Vikings. Um, but what I do know from Vikings, she's a great actress. Um, well, interesting, interesting pick. But I think it will work, and I think she'll fit in the chemistry. I think they'll all be able to work off each other. Um, she's played, I mean, the show Vikings is a high action packed show, a lot of fighting. I think she'll be able to, uh, take her experience from that show and, and bring it to the big screen. Yeah. I mean, she's got like a tough toughness to her, which I think would fit well in this, this series. I mean, it's, uh, only speculation at this point of who she'll portray in this movie. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to see if there's anything about who she'll play. Yeah, it's just all, all speculation at this point. It says it's possible that Winnick is set to play one of the many rogue wanderers and village dwellers Roland and company meet along the path to the Dark Tower. So, I mean, it, we don't know if it's a big role, if it's a smaller role. I would assume it's a bigger role. Uh, yeah, it's the first female casting we've gotten, you know. True. I, I, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of catching up to do on Vikings, but from what I've seen, yeah, she's been great in it, so... I'm, I'm intrigued. Alrighty then. <laughs> Any more thoughts on this story? No, I'm just pretty good casting. I think. Yeah, it's all a choice. So I agree. Just waiting to see what her role will actually be in the movie. Yep. So. Exactly. All right. What's next? Well, I know you wanted to share this story <laughs> super bad. You want people? You don't understand. Uh, this man is a freak when it comes to Disney things, um, but. I get the story. I get the story. I get to share it. And it is Disney released their movies till 2020. Um, first off, The Jungle Book. We talked about it before. 
definitely has a sequel. Yep. It looks like amongst the those, they're going to have a 101 Dalmatian spinoff, Cruella, which is going to star Emma Stone. And it looks like Angelina Jolie will be back for Malnif- Malnificent. <laughs> Maleficent. Maleficent. Oh, wow. Here it goes that, again. That, Just shut up. You, you shut tried. up. You tried. Sequel. All right. Other projects confirmed or in development are The Jungle Cruise, which stars, if you smell what The Rock is cooking, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, and a Tim Burton-helmed Dumbo movie is going to also be released. We also have a Reese Witherspoon Witherspoon film, Tinkerbell, and a Mary Poppins sequel starring Emily Blunt. And there's also an adoption of A Wrinkle in Time in development, that book. Um, they gave us a bunch of dates. They didn't really tell us what movies would be what, but starting uh seven twenty eight seventeen, four six eighteen, eight three eighteen, twelve twenty five eighteen, and twelve twenty nineteen. Those are the movies that they released. You know, it's only yeah. a matter of time before we find out what fills those roles. So, what are you thinking about this? Is Disney just? Yeah, I mean this. I mean, it's I love these different shared not really shared universe at this point but just different combinations of movies they're doing i guess you could call it you know you got obviously the mcu and then um the mcu (laughs) but anyways uh you got i i love what they're doing i love that all these live action movies are coming out you got beauty and the beast obviously coming out early next year you got alice through the looking glass coming out this year and pete's dragon uh, so they those are already titled, um, and then the next one is uh, that was previously dated at December seventeenth, bump up to all the way to July seventh, two thousand seventeen. Um, it just says untitled Disney fairy tale. The next one in two thousand eighteen, untitled Disney fairy tale, and then the other ones are labeled as untitled Disney live action. So that's interesting that they differentiate. Um, but I, I just love what they're doing. I mean, I've loved Jungle Book. Uh, you know, I liked. The first Alice in Wonderland, um, Maleficent was okay, but I, I, I love the direction they're going after especially seeing Jungle Book. Uh, out of these ones that are possibles and have been kind of announced, like Dumbo, Jungle Cruise, what what intrigues you the most? Well, um, I'm a sucker, like I told you last week. The old Peter Pan, Disney's take on that. Um, of course, Jungle Book 2. So, um, those yeah. are kind of the big ones that spent off to me. 101 Dalmatian spent off. Eh. Yeah. Tinkerbell. Eh. But, um. I'm very interested. A Wrinkle in Time. I, I very vaguely remember that book. I, I thought it was a pretty yeah. decent book, but, uh, that kind of caught my eye as, uh, one I'd be interested in. And that one, it looks like, um, Mindy Kaling is attached to. Um, not sure what, how she's attached to it. She was Kelly on, uh, um, Wow, uh, the office. Um, so that, that should be interesting. But I, for some reason, I'm very interested to see what uh, Tim Burton's going to do with Dumbo. Yeah. How that's going to go? Um, yeah, I mean, he did obviously the first Alice in Wonderland, and now he's yeah doing Dumbo. So I'm I'm intrigued with that one. The Cruella one kind of seems interesting to me because it's uh, got Emma Stone attached to it to maybe star Cruella Deville. That seems. An interesting choice. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I just love what they're doing, the the live action stuff. I can't wait to see Beauty and the Beast earlier on early on next year. I think it's March two thousand seventeen. So I can't wait for Aladdin. That uh, yeah, I'm I can't wait for the Lion King. That could definitely be that uh, I can't wait for the hunchback in Notre Dame. <laughs> uh Little Mermaid. That wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure that's the, yeah, down the pike. Yeah, I actually think that is playing or that has been in the t- talks. Um but yeah, Dumbo, I'm very intrigued in and yeah, like I said, Beauty and the Beast has an awesome cast. Got Ewan McGregor, Josh Gad, um I can't um, wait for Aladdin too. Emma Watson. Yeah, Aladdin. Aladdin too. Hey, I'm geeking out over the Disney stuff. I can't Brandon wait for Aladdin care. number three as well. <sighs> One, two, ahead of the foot, man. Three, four. Ooh. We got a musical number today. What's our next story? Well, <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. We talked about this last week. That's kind of funny. We actually were talking about that. Um, he has said that he would be interested. In, let me just read his quote. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and why read, his just read his actual quote instead of trying to guess it? I feel that I that like I could do one more. What's he talking about? Another Iron Man solo movie brings tears in my eyes, tears to my heart. Very excited to hear that. I mean, first of all, this man's eating money thrown at him left and right. I think his his average bill for these movies are up to fifty million a pop. <laughs> yeah, um, you know Sony split the bill. They had to split the bill for that Iron Man appearance in Spider Man. There's no way Disney forked all that over. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited. It'd be nice for him to get his own little swan song, probably somewhere in Phase Four. Yeah, um, yeah. Who knows if he would even be a swan song if they're throwing that much money at him? I mean, fifty million a movie. Can you imagine that crap? Jeez. Hey, uh, we need you to come in here and uh, go to the bathroom uh, on TV. Yeah, fifty million dollars. <laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. Like what well, you're you're gonna do whatever they tell you for fifty million dollars. That's why I even said it last week. If I don't care if he said he's not doing anymore. If you throw money at Robert Downey Jr. and this kind of money, he is going to do it. He's gonna he's gonna jump on it. You, you, it's I don't care how much money you make. It's hard to say no to fifty million dollars. I mean, come on. And it's a character he obviously loves playing. Mm-hmm. He's even doing it in Spider Man, like you said. Got him in Civil War, yep. which we didn't know he would be in originally when they were first talking about Civil War. Didn't know he would be in Spider Man. He's going to be in that. And it, I mean, so far up to date, he's been in three solo Iron Man movies, three ensemble cast movies, which were Avengers, Avengers: Age of Ultron, and now Captain America: Civil War. Not to mention his guest appearance at the end of Incredible Hulk. Oh yeah. So he's been his fingerprints have been all over the Marvel universe. The MCU. Um, so, yeah, that was... Uh, but it's good news. I'm glad. I'm yeah, glad. I mean, it's not obviously written in stone or anything. I mean, he, all he said was, I feel like I could do one more. But I, I I would almost bet money that there will be an Iron Man 4 in Phase 4 after Avengers 3, Infinity Wars. Um, so uh, yeah, I would Cap- bet money on it. Captain America, Avengers... One and two. That is $150 million, my friends, for three movies right there. 
hundred and fifty million <laughs> for three movies. Uh, and if you have Spider Man Homecoming for another fifty million, that's two hundred million dollars for four movies. Two hundred million. Get for basically pre- playing pretend. Playing pretend, you get millions and millions of dollars. Two hundred million. But I mean, I'm glad he's doing it. He's bringing us joy and entertainment. So more power to. I can't see anyone else as Iron Man. I'm glad he's Iron Man. I'm glad he's going to continue with this. I mean, look at Hugh Jackman. He's been doing it for 15 years, 16 years. So Robert Downey Jr. He's we're, we're on year eight. So we could still easily be seeing him for another eight years. Absolutely. Um, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. No. I mean, we're obviously going to see him until 2019 because that's the second part of Infinity Wars. You've you know, got to imagine he'll pop, out, pop up in another MCU movie. Um, I mean, if old Harrison Ford at the age of 95... <laughs> is still cracking a whip with Indiana Jones. Uh, I think Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, will be all right. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I I look forward to hearing more news about this. And I, again, there there there's going to be another Iron Man. I like I said, I would bet money on it at this point. It's it's going to happen. Mark my words. Um, but speaking of the MCU, um, obviously. The whole Sony Marvel thing, uh, how Sony had the rights to Spider-Man. Marvel Studios couldn't use Spider-Man in their movies because of that, and they worked out a deal where they could use it. We, you know, it seemed like we were under this assumption that when Spider-Man was in an actual MCU movie, like an, an a non-solo movie that's being distributed by Marvel Studios, such as Civil War, that. Marvel Studios would, you know, be able to write his parts and have control over that. And the solo movies, however, Sony would have more power over that. Um, But Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, who's the end-all, be-all for all things Marvel Cinematic Universe. Feige! Um, He has uh, said something that makes it seem that uh, Marvel Studios has all the power. Um, Remarking on the partnership with Sony, you know, in regards to, you know, he was being questioned about the Spider-Man Homecoming movie and the production with all that. And, uh, what he said was, quote, well, I've known all those people for a very long time, obviously talking about the people at Sony, Amy Pascal, Tom Rothman, who runs Sony now, I've known for years. So it's been great. They really are supportive in allowing us to make the creative decisions to make Spider-Man Homecoming. But they've been great partners. So far, so good on that movie. Allowing us to make, an end quote, allowing us to make the creative decisions to make Spider-Man. So, it appears that uh, they have all the control with the new Spider-Man movie. I feel like I'm talking to a wall right now. What What, uh, what do you think about uh, Feige's comments? Uh, I like them a lot. Now, um, if this is true... It should make every Marvel fanboy rejoice. It's gonna be the same. I rejoice. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I am staring at Benjamin 
and disgust. Oh, I feel like I start you with disgust every podcast, at least two or three different segments. <laughs> I where don't, I just know, look I at I don't even know what I, I do. Even, I don't even know what you do. I'm trying to figure out what you do. Jeez. Uh, but yes, no. That's if 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 this is true. What you read? It's good news for Marvel. Good news for fanboys. Um, it'll keep everything in the same swing of yeah. the same swing of things. We don't need to have you know Spider Man in one movie. Being a certain way, then Sony gets them like, yeah, we want them this way, and it's just uh, you're confused on who you're gonna who you're gonna get every time you get a movie. Um, it's already hard enough for fans to get the concept that Spider Man's not owned by Marvel. Yep, a lot of fans still don't get that. Just like they don't understand why X Men are not allowed to be in Marvel movies. It's it's a lot of people don't get it. Yeah, so like just, the average movie goer, like I, they just don't care like we do. I guess, I, I guess you're probably correct, sir. <laughs> Mister, uh, hey guys, I'm staring at Brandon in disgust now. Wow, that was the <laughs> fakest mean face I've seen in my life. Uh, I hate you so much. Oh, I hate you more. But with love. Um, but yeah, that's been my one worry with Spider-Man Homecoming since I got Spider-Man is that, you know, every Marvel movie that comes out, it feels in the same universe. It feels, you know, feels the same, feels, you know, same atmosphere, same tone, I guess you could say. Um, so I was kind of worried that Sony would feel like a Sony movie would kind of feel separate from this and, um, but this obviously makes it me feel a lot better. It's good. It feels like we're in good hands. It's an MCU movie. It's yeah. going to have the same tone. I don't even know why I'm doing this podcast anymore. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I <laughs> do you not agree? I mean, I agree. Doesn't I agree. MC, do you not agree that MCU has the same tone in every movie? You, you know it's part of... That's why I said yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, oh, Benjamin. I love your insight. Oh. Thank you. I just feel like we just said the same thing together. Oh. We both said that we like the current status of things Marvel <laughs> and that it's joint and that it flows. Oh, my goodness. Great. So, anyways, do you have any more thoughts on that? No. Debbie Downer? Uh, Debbie Downer. I'm excited about this news. Uh, now, when I was talking about it, I I get all excited about it, and I you're like, oh, whoa, no, calm, I, I calm said, down there, Ben. I said, yeah. Calm down there. If you play it back, you're going to hear me go, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sarcastically. And no, that's not my douchey. sarcastic. That's not my sarcastic. That's my, yeah. That, that I, I mean, I can do, I, yeah. Well, why don't you folks tell us who, who yeah. if he sounds sarcastic or not? Please do at Blockbuster Cast on Twitter and let us know. Does he sound sarcastic? I think he does. And if you saw his face, you would know he sounds sarcastic. But anyways, so you have no more thoughts on this? Uh no, I think you nailed it on the head. Cool. Great. I love your enthusiasm. I appreciate love you. your enthusiasm. Appreciate you joining me today. <laughs> I love you. Oh my goodness. I love you more, I guess. I, I don't know. Uh you're kinda you're kinda you're kinda throwing me off today. But I'm don't, a professional. Don't I'm throw move. <laughs> your professionalism card at me. I think you took what are your you, gambit? I think you took your sleeping pill too early. You gambit? You're gambit, aren't you? <laughs> Charge your card, Gambit. Professional card being thrown. Yeah! <laughs> Friends, he's charging up his oh professional card. And he's dirty. 
He's starting to talk nonsense. He is. Oh, wow. Okay, we should probably get moving before he really uh, is gets real delirious here. All right. Hey, did you see the new Apocalypse trailer? I sure did, brother. <laughs> I hate you so much. Um, so, Apocalypse, yes. New X-Men movie coming out May 27th, 2016. The final trailer dropped. Yep. What do you got to say about it? You know what? First time I actually was kind of excited when I started seeing the costumes. This is probably the closest thing we've had to actual comic book costumes for those characters. Uh, Cyclops, I was, I like that look. Uh, Nightcrawler with the red blue looks like the comics. Uh, Storm, mm, you know, they're it's better than what it's, what it has been. But um, the one thing about the trailer that was great was um, they finally confirmed Hugh Jackman. Wolverine. Yep. Three claws. Whoosh! That was claws popping out of my microphone hand. <laughs> was it? Yep. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about it is, yeah, Wolverine's back. Um, we have... It was pretty much a lot of the same clips we had already seen um, in it. I got to tell you, though, uh, seeing Apocalypse, I I don't know what more to say about him. I, I am, the more I see him, the more I'm intrigued by him. Let's say that. Um, the look of him, I like a lot better than I initially did. I mean, what, what do you feel about the Apocalypse look? Still not so old necessarily on the look. Um, I guess... If his acting's good, that will supersede his costume. But for me, the costume look still not super sold on. Yeah, I can I can see that. I'm I totally get you there. But yeah, Wolverine. I mean, we were speculating a lot. We were wondering what uh, if maybe he would pop up. I mean, since he's in the trailer now, I mean, we see him with his claws go. You know, real quick. That was that was my that was my claws impression um we see him do that i mean if it was just going to be a quick cameo you don't think it would be in the trailer so i mean do you think he might have a bigger part now let's look at what our friend and director brian singer has to say about it make of that what you want i will say it's not simple there's something more pivotal that occurs with that it hints to a sequence that again fits within the canon of all six movies and the birth of a new direction. It's not insignificant, nor is it simply just a throw-in. It's not the only shot you're going to see. Let's put it that way. So what do you think about that? Well, I mean, one of the routes I've read about, doing some research, you know, doing the thing. Uh, <laughs> doing the thing. What is? I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm doing just some behind-the-scenes yeah, shots. Okay? I don't like it at all. Don't worry about it. No. And... Uh, many speculated that it would be a reboot of the Weapon X scene from X-Men Origins. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. That would be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, because it looks like it would be when he was first made, you know, with Stryker and all that. Yes. That's what it seemed like. So, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, those comments from Brian Singer are definitely intriguing. It makes it seem a lot cooler than just shoving him in there. 
Don't worry, I'm I'm filming hey, 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 myself. Hey, don't hey, worry, man. This guy is freaking me out over just here. Some behind the scenes stuff. I feel hey. like I am possibly man. next story. What, there is no next story. Yes, there is. What it's is a it? review? By no, you. I thought we. Oh, okay. <gasps> do a review. Oh, my 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 name is Ben, and I forgot I have the review today. All right. I will introduce Ben's part. Uh, ben was lucky enough last week, as we discussed, to get some press passes for the canoe. Are you serious? Canoe. <laughs> Did canoe-y, you just say canoe-y. <laughs> Can you? Can you? Can you? Who was in the Matrix? I don't know who's in the Matrix. Oh, <laughs> Kiana. Kiana. <laughs> Kiana? <laughs> Keanu. Keanu. Oh, man. Well, there's a Keanu uh, review. Uh, I don't even know. Well, Ben had the press pass. He got to go and screen it before everybody else did. And uh, here is his <laughs> review. Wow. Such, a, such an introduction. Appreciate that. Yes, I saw Keanu is what I saw. Um, he's the name of a cat in the movie. Um, so, yeah, I saw Keanu with Key and Peele uh, from Key and Peele. I love that show. Um, that's why I was excited for the movie. All the trailers that came out were awesome. <laughs> um, he's giving me that look again. So, I mean, I was really excited for this movie, obviously. Uh, uh-huh. Key and Peele love the show. They, The comedy they have, I think, is an acquired taste, I would say. I think you need to watch a couple episodes before you get it. Um, so yeah, I went to, went to see the movie, obviously. Um, it's about a guy, two, you know, lifelong friends. I think actually technically they're cousins in the movie. Um, the one guy's kind of a slacker, uh, Peel, and Key is kind of a suburban dad and husband. Very, very, uh, <laughs> non-urban, I guess you could say. More of a play, and I, I, that's what I love about them is how they play white guys. <laughs> They're not, you know, white guys per se, but just kind of how they do white culture. It's very funny. Um, but um, so this movie was fun. It was funny. Um, it started off a little slow. I mean, the the laughs in the audience, you know, were a little not there. I think because you had to kind of get their humor. So I think people who hadn't seen Key and Pill yet, even during the movie, you kind of have to acquire a taste for them. Um, I mean, I was kind of chuckling to myself when no one was laughing. Um, so yeah, I mean, it starts off a little slow, but once it gets going, there there are moments where it's just hilarious. There's this one gag that goes uh, throughout the movie with George Michael, which is great. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that, them playing a couple of <laughs> unhard black guys, <laughs> more, more on the white side of things is just brilliant. They, the bickering back and forth between them is just great. But yeah, I mean, the, the premise of the movie is there, you know, this guy had a cat, the cat was stolen by some gang members because the cat was originally the gang members and they have to go back and try to, uh, get the cat. And, um, so obviously you can tell what kind of mischief they get in. Um, but, uh, so the, yeah, they're trying to get back the cat. It 
there, there's this part with Will Forte. Will Forte is kind of put in there. He seems a little out of place. I know he's supposed to seem out of place, but he, his part didn't really work for me. There was a love story kind of forced in there that didn't work for me. But it's it was a fun, fun movie. It was funny. I could see having it on in the background, um, you know, I, how you you know, do that with different movies to have it on in the background, just as kind of background noise and kind of laugh here and there at some of the, uh, jokes. There's a couple, uh, funny cameos in it, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you don't know Key and Peele's humor, you will get it by the end of the movie, but overall decent. Uh, the, the, the trailers made it seem like it would be better, you know, like a lot more belly laughs. (laughs) Um, but uh, the the ending was kind of anticlimactic and a little corny, even. Um, so, like I said, it was a average comedy. You know, wasn't wasn't terrible. I, I enjoyed watching it, watching it, um, but uh, wasn't you know. I, I compare comedies now to super bad. It wasn't super bad funny, um, but I give it about a six point five out of ten. So I would I would. I would recommend going to see it. Uh, maybe wait on, D- uh, you know, wait for it's on DVD if you don't want to spend much and if you don't trust my review and want to just wait, I can see that. But if you want to have fun at a movie theater this weekend, I I would see it. Hmm. I would see it. <laughs> so you so. have go to the theater and see it. it would I sp- spend money on it? Yes. Uh, probably not. <laughs> well... Our. That's me personally, but you know, you, you you folks might. But like I said, it was a fun fun movie, funny movie, and so if people like Key and Pill, the show, see it at the movie or not see it? Yeah, yeah, definitely see it. If you're a fan of Key and Peel, you will like this movie. But if you're not, then don't see it. Not necessarily. You just because you're not a fan of the show. I mean, if you've never seen the show, if you've never heard of the show, still see it because. They they might be a kind of show you'd watch. I mean, people who see this movie, it might introduce them to that show now because they like this movie so much. So uh, it, it just depends. Well, people, if you go out and see the movie, got some bad news for you. Key and Pills off the air now. You're gonna have to go retro and find that show. That's right. This is right. Were you are you a fan of King Peel? Uh sir, I am, sir. Good. I am. I almost want to sing a song right now, but... Yeah. But yeah, sorry I butchered that review, guys. Had a lot of distractions here. Thanks, Brandon. Uh, By distractions... I, it's just easy to blame you on things. By distractions, he means his phone recording himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, behind the scenes stuff, you know? Behind the scenes. But hey, you live, you learn. It is what it is. Do we have any more topics before we get into our movie of the month? Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things that came out. Um, Disney, first of all, removed the Inhumans from their release schedule. Yeah, and it's kind of, you know, Feige came out. Well, Indiana Jones 5 comes out the week before or the week after. We didn't want to compete with that. But as we've touched on before, in-house fighting amongst Marvel Studios, Feige and... Um, what is his name? Perlmuter um, Ike. <laughs> <laughs> Ike is the first name, by the way. Okay, thank okay. you. 
Um, looks like they've been in-house fighting for a while. And Feige is now the man there, so that was the movie that Ike wanted to have pushed. And now that he's uh, now that Feige's in charge, it's not happening. Um, I guess the only way for this to be settled is if they eventually put Inhumans back on the release schedule, but doesn't appear that they have that planned as of right now. Yeah, um, I mean they did all this work to introduce them to Agents of Shield. Um, and you know, obviously, when they made that big announcement, October two thousand fourteen, of all the Phase Three movies, um, that obviously was part of it. So, I'm not disappointed. I mean, I wasn't that excited for this movie to begin with. Um, I think it will come out eventually, someday, maybe Phase Four. Um, but it doesn't doesn't really phase me one way or the other. It just goes to show that even though they have, you know, they show you, hey, this movie's coming out this date. They have all these dates for movies. It doesn't mean it's set in stone now. I mean, you can even see that with them moving Black Panther's date to make room for Spider-Man and even moving, I think, Inhumans at one point to a different date and all that. So, I mean, it just goes to show that nothing's set in stone when Marvel releases dates with certain movies. True. I mean, are you disappointed or... I mean, it would be cool to see Black Bolt on the big screen. I mean, it's kind of your way to answer the mutants, since we don't they don't have possession of the mutants. They're not allowed to use the word mutant. So I guess with the Inhumans, you can come in with... That's how people get powers, develop their Inhuman. Kind of takes care of that aspect. Um, so, I mean, a little disappointing. I mean, there's, some, there's different ways they could have plugged stuff in. I mean, they just dropped on the X-Men Apocalypse trailer that Quicksilver said Magneto was his dad. So, I mean, yep. you just got to have a rebuttal. I mean, even in the comics, they're pretty much pushing the humans now instead of X-Men because studio rights, you know, just like Fantastic Four, they dropped them in the comics. They're all broken up now. They're in different teams. Yeah, so, I mean, you, you would think they would try pushing that like they are in the comics, but who am I? Who am I? You're just a guy. I'm just a guy. Standing in front of a girl. And that's me. Oh boy! But anyways, so yeah. we'll see. I, I mean, I think it will come out eventually, but not anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. Any more news stories? Yeah. Well, oh, wow. Hey, some more Marvel is, stuff. Is, yeah, oh, you know it is. Is our friendly neighborhood spider gonna be swinging into Deadpool's corner of Fox's X Men universe? No. I thought you were asking. Oh. Anyways, well, what, what's the story? Well, uh, you're correct. Not anytime soon. <laughs> Not anytime soon. The, pretty much the directors and producer, uh, Tim Miller, um, pretty much just talked about how he would love to have Spider-Man come in and how with Deadpool's character you could make that happen even though they don't share the same universe, I guess because Deadpool breaks the fourth wall. You can make that work. But um, yeah. he said those decisions are not made by him, but people higher up the food chain. And uh, he said, we just go and execute it. But he said he would love to and would certainly have a really good relationship with Kevin Feige. And maybe one day they can sit down Godfather, Godfather style at a dinner with a broker, a deal, and it would be cool. So that's something that, you know, you got to realize Sony owns Spider-Man. So right. Sony could broker that deal and pretty much say uh, Marvel 
more money for us. So yeah. it's possible. It's possible. But I think they want to keep their working relationship right now with Marvel. Yeah, exactly. I I don't think there's anywhere, any way in this world that that will ever happen unless Sony, you know, doesn't use Tom Holland for that and says, all right, well, you have to, you know, cast someone else for that and he'll be part of the Fox universe and then we'll do it that way. But the Tom Holland Spider-Man is staying over here with, you know, Marvel Studios and Disney. I could see maybe that happening, but... Yeah, this doesn't seem likely either way to me, I, and it just doesn't doesn't fit to me. So that's what I take. I'd rather see Punisher with Daredevil or uh, Deadpool. That would be cool. Yeah, it would definitely would be, sir. I agree with you on that one. Thank you for agreeing with me but for once. I take that agreement back now. All right. I want to backtrack. So, are we ready, ready for our movie of the month, or did you have another story? Just real quick. Run yeah, down. real quick. Uh, during this week's Meet the Movie Press, uh, Jeff Sneeder dropped an interesting clue about the upcoming Miss Marvel movie. Uh, looks like Emily Blunt's name keeps resurfacing up again and again and again. Uh, also, Charlie's Theron, Rebecca Ferguson, and Brie Larson. Those names keep... Uh, circling the wagon, so we should be in some kind of news very soon. So we got to keep our eyes up for that. But it's in- interesting. Emily Emily Blunt floats around Marvel a lot. Scarlet Witch, yeah, or Scarlet, not Scarlet Witch, Scarlet or Peggy Carter, right, and Black Widow, right. Uh, her name. She's been with, with uh, circle around both those. That was her first choices for both those characters. Um, so maybe this is her her one to go now. So what do you think if she got that casting? Would you be happy? Yeah, definitely. That's one of the my favorite choices for her. Uh, I would like that better than Charlize Theron and who else, uh, Brie Larson. And Brie Lar- I mean, they're both good actresses, but I don't know. It's something about um, her. It just fits for me more. I loved her in Sicario. Um, I think that role kind of sells me on her being kind of a hard hard ass um kind of person superhero so works for me okay <laughs> you're good at responding <clears throat> that's what she said <laughs> <laughs> all right so once a month we do our movie of the month flashback and, oh, sorry Flashback Our Flashback stuff. Friday movie of the month, because it's Friday, guys. Uh, this month, in light of the NHL playoffs, we decided to go with a hockey movie. And if you missed the clip earlier, here it is again. That was District 5. Now we're the Ducks. Yeah. And the Ducks yeah. are undefeated. All right. Yeah. yeah. Quack. 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 Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mighty Ducks, Emilio Estevez, 
I kind of grew up on this movie. Kind of, you know, it's obviously we. It seems like our movie of the months have been like comic book movies or Oscar winning movies, prestigious movies. But I figure, yeah, let's have a little fun this week, this month. And uh, uh, not that those other movies aren't fun, but let's change it up, you know, go with something from maybe our childhood mm-hmm. and uh, decided to go with some Mighty Ducks up in here. You know, I, growing up in Detroit, it uh, obviously was a big hockey town. So we were big into this movie because it was all about hockey, you know, increased our love for hockey uh great you know great great sports movie great feel good sports movie uh what uh, were you a fan of mighty ducks growing up uh sir yes i was uh, another great disney movie produced um yeah Emilio estevez joshua jackson um great uh, that was like i remember like one of the first for me live action disney movies that I can recall at the time, and yeah, I used yeah. to watch it all the time. Whenever it would come on TV, I'd on VHS, play that bad boy over and over again. Used to do the quack, play with the neighborhood kids, we do the flying V, all that good stuff. And then, yeah, yeah and then they obviously had the sequels with the uh, knuckle puck time. That was, I, 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 the sequels to me were, were, just as good as the first, or at least D two. D two was pretty pretty like, good with I'm the first. I mean, oh. But it's just crazy that yeah, this. I mean, it was definitely a popular movie. I mean, Disney even <laughs> uh, named a uh, NHL hockey team off of it. I mean, the Anaheim Mighty Ducks were named after this movie because Disney owned the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, which is pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it was just a great, like I said, feel good hockey movie. Um, got a couple. Fun facts for you on this movie. We had, do you know Bill Murray was considered to play Gordon Bombay, but deemed too old? Nope. Obviously, the role went to Emilio Estevez. Um, uh, oh, <laughs> some of the young actors who claimed when they auditioned that they could play hockey were, in fact, lying and had to be trained before filming began. You always hear that about actors, like either lying about their age or lying they could do something. But obviously, it, uh, it got them in. Um, and then uh, just one more hit. Charlie Sheen also was offered the role of Gordon Bombay, but turned it down. And then it went to, obviously, his brother Emilio Estevez. So... There's some fun facts of Mighty Ducks. Um, but as always with our movie of the month, we like to test our knowledge on the movie uh, that we chose. And we're going to do a little trivia action. We had the questions uh, earlier on today, and we answered them. And we have our answers right here. The sheet was given to me in an envelope and we will not know the answers until I say them right now when we go through the questions. So, let's do some Mighty Ducks trivia. All right. Brandon, are you ready? Mm, yes, I am. All right. So, our first question for Mighty Ducks trivia is, Who is Gordon Bombay's boss at the beginning of the movie? Is it A, Mr. Ducksworth? B, Mr. Duckman, C, Mr. Donaldson, or D, Mr. Duckson. What did you do? What did? What was your answer? A Alpha. I went with A as well, Mr. Ducksworth, and the answer was A, Mr. Ducksworth. 
We both have a question correct. Number two, what charge causes Gordon to receive community service? Is it A, hit and run, B, perjury, C, assault, or D, DUI? I went with D. I went with D for DUI as well. The answer was D for DUI. We were both correct. Number three, what district are the Ducks? Is it A, 6, B, 8, C, 7, or D, 5? What was your answer? District 13, Hunger Games. Can we do the whistle? You're good at whistling. Uh, D, 5. I went... <laughs> I went with C7. I had no idea. The answer is D5. You are up by one. Number four, finish the quote from Coach Riley. It's not worth winning if you can't win blank. What did you put? It's not worth winning if you can't win big. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was drawing a blank on this. It's not worth winning if you can't win the game is what I put. <laughs> The answer, obviously, is four, <laughs> for number four is big. So you're up by two, my friend. How do you not remember that quote? That's like one of the best uh, lines ever. It's not worth winning if you can't, can't win big. big. Yes, now I remember. Number five, what job does Charlie's mom have? A, stay-at-home mom, B, nurse, C, waitress, or D, teacher? I'm going to go with C, waitress. I went with that as well, and the answer is C, waitress. Number six, during which class do the students whack at the principal a science b english c math or d home economics i put this is a guess i put b english i put d home economics the answer is a science we both got that wrong you are still up by two number seven which two minnesota north stars does the team have the chance to meet is it a basil mccray and mike madano b ulf dolan and dave gagne c john casey and russ Courtnall, and or d darian hatcher and mark tenorti i guess on this one i put a 7A for Basil McRae and Mike Madonna. I put that as well. The answer was A. Wow, wow. You're both correct. You are still up by two. Lucky guess on that one. Which Hawk takes out Adam Banks? Is it A, McGill, B, Brown, C, Lawson, or D, Foot? I put A, McGill. I put A as well. And we were both correct. Number nine. Which duck is ejected in the championship game? That would be... You might see him in Daredevil. Fulton Reed. I put that as well, and we were both correct. And the last one. What is the final score of the championship game between the Ducks and Hawks? Is it A, 3-2, to two, B, 4-3, to three, C, 5-4, to four, or D, 6-5? to five? C. Five to four. I put 6-5. to five. You put C five to four. The answer was C five to four. The winner of this week's trivia is Brandon. You don't remember the triple deke? You got your shot. You don't have your shot. One, two, triple deke. Take your shot. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, I just don't remember what the score was at that point. All right. Well, kudos to you, my friend. You you did it. You did it. Congratulations, Brandon is the winner. See a mighty ducks. If you haven't seen it, eh. You're not going to see it by now. 
Yeah, hey, but if you, have, if you have kids, yeah, if you have kids, show your kids it. it exactly. All right, so that was our movie of the month. That's pretty much our show this week. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie that this that was our show this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as always, we're gonna predict the box office results for this week. Um, actually, got uh, quite a few movies coming out this week. Um, uh-huh. We have obviously Keanu. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day, uh, which is like a romantic comedy. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, new animated movie. Brandon, where do you see the box office falling this week? Well, I wrote it out before I came over. Aww, I see, nice. uh, see the Jungle Book not getting knocked off its throne yet. I see that one more week until Captain America Civil War comes out. Yep. Uh, give me... God, Keanu... Keanu. 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 Very good. Keanu. I'll Very take that at good. two. Give me Mother's Day at three. Huntsman stays on barely at four, and Barbershop drops down to five. All right. I see you. Man, do I want to say Jungle Book won't be number... I, I think it's too obvious. Um... Will it drop 50%? And if it does, I would put it at about 30 and then Keanu would have to make thirty million, which I just don't see. So yeah, I'm gonna have to say, say Jungle Book, Keanu, Mother's Day, Ratchet and Clank, and Barbershop. Okay, you got that. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um. Yeah, I don't even want to guess that. All right. Well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What were you going to say? No, I was just saying I enjoyed our show today, Ben. That's it. Did I was you? just trying to give you a pat on the back. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Um, might be having a review for Civil War next week. Um, just seeing how my, our schedules are. Um, obviously, trying to get to the press screener. Just uh, We're just two normal dudes that have regular jobs, so it might be hard for us. But we will definitely let you know on Twitter. Again, our uh, handle is at BlockbusterCast. You can email us at bbentertainmentcast at gmail.com for any questions, uh, suggestions, feedback you have for us. Follow us. uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Review us. Um, My personal account is at bcord at B-S-E-C-O-R-D. What's your, where can people find you, Brandon? You can find me at Big Papa BBCast. That's at B-I-G-P-A-P-P-A B-B-C-A-S-T. That's where you can find me. All right. So, yeah, that is our show, folks. We appreciate you joining us. Civil War comes out next week. Holy crap. Absolutely. Oh, my god. And we'll also be having our top five to ten list next week's first of the month so yep stay tuned for what the topic will be on that so can't wait to talk to you guys next week absolutely and as always thank you for listening in we love you guys yes sir all right grab your popcorn grab your snacks we'll see you guys at the movies